Hey, hey, hey! Take it easy, man. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Cool. I'm made of rock, but don't let that intimidate you. <laughs> no, nothing to be afraid of here, unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> That's just a little rock, paper, scissor joke for you there. hello listener welcome to the latest stop in our chronological chronological rewatch of marvel's infinity saga on this episode of popcorn saga we are discussing thor ragnarok joining me as always are my fellow asgardians tiff and james how you guys doing good tired shit but good oh wonderful are you excited to talk about thor ragnarok Mm-hmm. Not on no Doctor Strange hype. <laughs> no, fuck Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in this movie. <clears throat> Briefly. Right. Over that part. Let's go. Thor has been captured by mysterious enemy forces on Muspelheim. There's a lot of Heims. Yeah, there is. He rambles towards a skeleton, sharing his cage about his efforts to defeat some robots on Earth and laments about his inability to find any of the Infinity Stones he had set out to locate. Okay, I think we need a Stones update. I can't remember the last time we'd done one. So, has anyone got a list of the Stones? Because, right, what ones are on Earth? Okay, so... Time Stone. Yeah, Time Stone is with Doctor Strange. Ooh. <laughs> Definitely. Uh and then we have oh what else do we have? I can't even remember the stones. Let's have a look. Uh the reality stone is with the collector on uh nowhere. Okay, oh, yeah. yep. Yep. last yep. scene in Guardians 2. Guardians 2. Uh the mind stone is with uh vision on, on Earth. Earth. Yep. Yep. Power Stone is kept in a vault in oh, what's that planet called? Uh Asgard. The one from Guardians 1. No, the one from Guardians 1. Oh. The Nova. Oh, it's on Nova. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and the Soul Stone, whereabouts, unknown. Okay, so what's the one on Asgard? Asgard. Well, that's a, the that's space a tesseract. Stone, the tesseract. Yeah. yeah. What's the stone in the Tesseract? The Space Stone. Space Stone. Okay, there we go. Right. So Thor has obviously been looking for the Reality Stone the soul stone and the power stone. Yes. But obviously he doesn't know where they are, but he knows where all the others are. <laughs> he notes that sometimes you have to get captured in order to get a straight answer out of someone. Okay. Before that, it's quite funny how he's talking to that skeleton, isn't he? Yeah. Cause he doesn't tell you, <laughs> like it doesn't pan around quite early enough. And you're just like, Oh, well, do you speak to it? You speak to a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. When he's doing his little monologue, when it opens up, you yeah. think like he's talking to the audience. But yeah, he's talking to a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> Straight off the bat, Thor being funny. I did yeah. wonder how long he'd been in there, though. I'm not saying that the skeleton knot was live when he went in there, but how death. He notes that sometimes you have to get captured in order to get a straight answer out of the someone in this instance being Sutur. Is that how I say it? I don't want to make any more mistakes this time. Sutur. Sutter yeah. releases Thor from his cage, chained and dangling, and taunts him with the knowledge of Odin no longer being on Asgard. Also mentioning that Thor's absence has left it vulnerable. He announces that Ragnarok is coming to Asgard by his hand, and that all must do to achieve this is to join his crown with the eternal flame which burns in Odin's 
vault. So Thor is talking to Surto, who's the dude with the big like crowns, and what does Thor call them? Oh, if, uh, eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's because like, that's he's a like... hat or helmet or crown. Crown. That's a crown. And then he yeah. keeps turning around on the chain, doesn't he? Hold yeah. on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> so funny. Right from the get-go, it's it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all, it, but it's not a knock on it. It was really funny, and we'll get more into Thor's comedy. But when is like this dude who can like literally end Asgard, and like Thor's just taking the piss out of him? Yeah, I know. Well, it's just um, set up for because obviously he has godlike powers. Like this film, they're moving away. You know, we are basically mortals, but we have godlike abilities and stuff. So he's just kind of taking it for granted. He thinks he could steamroll everybody, can't he? Yep. And yeah, like Tiff said off the bat, like he's being funny. Like the Mm -hmm. director Taika Waititi said that he wanted to showcase Hemsworth comedic talent. Um. Which has crept in the last few movies, but this one, it's sort of like... It's just ramped up in that. Pretty much like 90% of the movie, mm. Chris, Chris Hemworth and Thor are just hilarious. <laughs> Thor takes the cue to call Mjolnir, or Mjolnir, break out of his chains and fight off Surtur's minion before taking his crown as a trophy. Uh, when he attempts to return to Asgard, however, Heimdall does not respond. His replacement, Scourge, only notices Thor call when one of the women he is trying to impress points it out. Returning to Asgard for the first time in years, Thor is told by Scourge that Heimdall has been declared an enemy of the people and is on the run. Okay. Thor is unimpressed and goes to find Odin, who is watching a play about the valiant death of Loki whilst laying about and being pampered by various women. (laughs) Well, that was a big chunk of cheese to chew on so yeah thor tries to come back and obviously um heimdall's not there scourge looks like luke gallows from wwe yeah he does yeah he does. <laughs> that's the first pro wrestling reference there's another one later on. i'll save it though <clears throat> um so yeah when did heimdall leave do we know that or is it uh... obviously he that that explanation there is his enemy of the people he's on the run so obviously, yeah. and I'm assuming it's... that's the explanation. And obviously, because Loki's, yeah, I was going to say yeah, because obviously Loki's pretending. So yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I suppose we can explain that bit in a minute. Mm. When he's watching the play and the big statue of Loki, uh, how is it not obvious to like everyone else that it's not Odin? obviously clocks it straight away as did the audience. Hmm. Well, we had the obviously the the little lead in from the end of uh, the Dark World as well. We was that the Dark was, World, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We knew he wasn't dead. Yeah, he done the whole swift uh, switch change and became Loki at the end when he was on the the throne. But I want to say it's probably thinking they're just kind of expecting it to be Odin. They kind of wouldn't expect anything else. Like I don't know if they are just completely dumb to Loki's mischievousness, even though he's the god of mischief. Well, plus they think he's dead. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then I thought this: Matt Damon is the actor portraying Loki in the play honoring <laughs> the God of Mischief. Yeah, <laughs> which is great so, little callback as well, because obviously he plays Loki in Dogma as well, one of the greatest films. I love that film. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Dogma as well. I'm I'm a crime to movies. I've so many I haven't seen. 
so yeah, so yeah, in Thor: The Dark World, Loki was presumed dead to everyone in the film, but to the audience, we knew he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And right, so Thor sees through Odin's uh, deception and forces Loki to drop the charade. After ordering Sotur's crown to be delivered to Odin's vault, Thor has Scourge transport him and Loki to Earth to find the real Odin. So, Odin exiled himself? Uh, yeah, we find that out just afterwards, but he, yeah. obviously, Loki tricked him and put a spell on him to uh, basically... To get him to Earth. To get him out of the way, yeah. so that he could then rule the roost. But then when the spell lifted, he decided mm. to stay. Mm. But just going back a second, I really like the way that he got Loki to reveal himself because he like yeah, throws him on yeah, and then he just like forces him to stay there, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, I yield." <laughs> that was good. Yeah, because even Loki's a bit funnier in this film. Yeah, he is. Unfortunately, upon arrival, Thor and Loki quickly discover that the retirement home Loki had placed Odin in had been demolished. At this point, some passers-by revealed that Jane Foster has broken up with Thor. Although Thor insists to them that it was a mutual dumping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that what was talk us through that bit. Was it just someone asking for a picture from Thor? Yeah, it was uh, two passers-by, wasn't it? Who just wanted a selfie. And then, obviously, he poses for it as well, which I wasn't expecting at the time anyway, because I thought we'd just kind of be like, wait, what? what's this thing we're doing right now? But mm-hmm. he knows what's happening, which is really it's funny within itself. I like that. Yeah, that was good. And even Loki's reaction. I swear he like, rolls his eyes. Yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, well, Thor hasn't been on Earth for a hot minute. <laughs> a hot minute. That's going to be the thing now. I like that. That's good. <laughs> but people still know, oh, my God, it's Thor the Avenger. Yeah. yeah what, where's Jane? So in, was it the first Avengers? She was in, like, Norway or something. They explained her absence. Yeah. Ultron, she's not even mentioned. Nope. So last time we saw her was Dark World. So basically, they're just explaining it by he's been dumped. Yeah, yeah. essentially, that's the they broke up, role, right? Because Natalie Portman didn't want to come back to the film, and she didn't want to reprise her role. Obviously, that's now really? changed. Yeah, that's changed because she's going to be in Thor, she's a lady, Thor, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah. uh, I suppose that's the only, if someone doesn't want to be in the film, just say you got dumped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's better than killing her off, I suppose. Yeah. Suddenly, Loki is snatched away, leaving a mysterious address card behind, pointing Thor toward Bleecker Street. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, I'll just read this bit, then I'll explain myself. Here he finds Doctor Strange, who insists on knowing why Loki has been brought back to Earth. Thor explained that they are simply trying to find Odin and they will immediately leave as soon as he is retrieved. Strange reveals that he knows of Odin's whereabouts, Norway, incidentally, but notes that Odin asked not to be disturbed. Nevertheless, he sends Thor and Loki to him. So we get Strange. And obviously before I didn't understand the post-credit scene in Doctor Strange, Thor was in it, and now I get it. It's part of this film. So I thought, right, if Strange is going to be in this, I'm just going to watch it without judgment and try and figure out why I don't like this character. And... I think I figured it out. Maybe the way he's portrayed, like it's not a Cumberbatch thing. He's just an actor, whatever. But it's kind of like he hasn't been around long enough. And he's almost, he's like, he was out witting Thor, which is fair enough. He's a wizard, but it bothered me. 
was like, Thor's earned his place as like top Avenger. And here comes Strange, who didn't even want to do it, learnt some sparkly firework powers, <laughs> and now he thinks he's the man? Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. You know? Yeah. Like, if, There's like it, an air of arrogance about it. It's just like, oh. Yeah, it's almost as if... Shut it, up. Sorry for the another, another wrestling reference, but in the early days of Roman Reigns and early yeah. days of John Cena, it's kind of like wrestling fans would call it forcing him down your throat that here he is, he's the main guy, and people are like, well, I don't... I'm not there yet. I don't like. Yeah, him. he doesn't deserve that main event push. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, if, yeah, right. yeah. Hundred percent. It's like Roman Reigns. I love. It was, feels like Doctor Strange has just won the when he didn't doesn't he shouldn't. Mm. It was kind of like the same as I want to say. That's kind of similar to why I didn't like Captain Marvel as much. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my rationale for that was just like, who is this person and why is she all of a sudden the greatest and the best and the most powerful? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. No, I get that. And. The good thing about that scene, though, was uh, when Thor was drinking the massive beer, that was pretty cool. Yeah. No, oh, and, and, he kept, he, um... and he kept filling it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, about when he um, calls back his umbrella and you're just there for like two minutes with his back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Rede- that redeemed it for me. I was like, yeah, take that strange. <laughs> yeah, I'm smashing up all your arms. You are clean up after him now. Because yeah. obviously, we were, a... I don't want to beat a dead horse too much. But... People might think we was a bit harsh on Doctor Strange, but I, mm. I was generally just in that small scene trying to figure out why I don't like him. And I, yeah, I think he's just been pushed to the top. And obviously, I've never read a Doctor Strange. Maybe Doctor Strange is just not for me. Right. Enough about Doctor Dick. Um. So Loki turns up again, but Loki disappeared before because Doctor Strange or was it Wong did a magic sparkly finger and loki basically went through it and had been falling for 30 minutes oh that was so funny like tom hiddleston's delivery of that was just so perfect as well i've been falling for 30 30 minutes minutes. (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine actually like because obviously he's been falling through just space i take yeah that would really fuck like fuck you up like, yeah that yeah. feeling of falling for half an hour <laughs> yeah it's bad enough when like you have a nightmare and you like think you're falling and it wakes you up and it jolts you so imagine that for 30 straight minutes to be fair it feels a bit like as well like loki did some bad shit in the past and now even like the writers are punishing him because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he almost he almost deserves that like you try if you've got yeah, loki you just got knowledge he's a dick but he, and he's going to get some stick but he's there yeah, yeah. Thor and Loki find Odin having shaken off Loki's spell, but he is despondent and dying. In his last moments, Odin makes a confession. Hela, the sister Thor and Loki never knew they had, and the goddess of death, will be released from her prison once he dies. She is far more powerful than her brothers and will grow stronger when she returns to the fires of Asgard. Odin tells his sons he loves them one last time before transforming into energy and dying. So there's a tidbit. Obviously, Anthony Hopkins didn't want to return as Odin, but he read the story and changed his mind. That's probably because he was going to get loads of money to be in it for five minutes. Exactly. you got to pay for that retirement, didn't you? But at least you get to pay off Odin a little bit because maybe they didn't want to kill him off. And it was a really, really good moment as well. Like It's so grounding just to have them both flanking him either side on that hilltop. Just yeah. To and it's nice to... It's nice to have someone have like a peaceful death. Yeah, you don't get that too much. The universe, you know, yeah. like he does die pretty peaceful. That was nice. Let's have a moment for Odin because, yeah, his performance in like the first half an hour of the first Thor 
oh, it sticks out to me still mm. on this rewatch. He was amazing. Um, yeah. Do we get an explanation of why he's dying, or is he just old, or? Yeah, I think he's just really, really old. Yeah, he's it's been around for like, like... 10,000 years or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's weathered. Just... He's old. He's battered. He's gone through many wars. And obviously, this was the final like, nail in the coffin, I suppose. Okay. But little tidbit as well. Obviously, that, that Hela, the sister of Thor and Loki, like, that was never revealed in any of the lead-up or anything like that. And I really want to have a go at this. I don't know what it was, but I was watching a video on YouTube about an interview with uh, Chris Hemsworth and um, Mark Ruffalo. And one of the newscasters let slip that twist and let slip that spoiler. And it peed me off and still what? pees me off to this day. What, before it came out? Yep. There was maybe like two oh. or three days before, something like that. I'd gone all this way without getting any spoilers and not seeing anything. And then, bam. Just thinking it's a nice, normal interview ruins the entire twist. So, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> was she not in any of the trailers? She then? was in the trailer, but it was never alluded that she was going to be the but sister. Because was... obviously, in Norse mythology uh, and the Marvel comics as well, she's Loki's daughter. Oh, she's Loki's daughter. Yep, in original Norse mythology, right. and the original uh, Marvel comics version of Hela. Oh, um, Thor becomes enraged at Loki, blaming him for Odin's death. His life expectancy having been presumably shortened during his time on Earth. Oh, so... Maybe it's something to do with being away from Asgard. Yeah, because like, he... like Hela, he draws his power from Asgard. Yeah, all of them yeah, do, technically, yeah. yeah. No. Any thoughts of revenge, however, are put aside. A black mass forms in the air and Hela emerges from her prison. When the brothers refuse to kneel to her, Hela attacks them. She appears to be able to summon any sort of blade, spear based weapons from thin air in quick succession. See, I was questioning this through the film. Like, how the hell does she get all these blades? I thought. That's what I thought. But I thought it was uh, basically her power is it comes from Asgard or obviously Earth, so the lands, whatever rocks and stuff are in the ground, she can just turn into weapons and summon them. But I thought before reading this little bit, it was an Asgard thing. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> no, she can. Uh, she's got. Like the ability, she's the goddess of death. She will bring anything that will be able to bring death upon you and stuff like that. She, it's kind of akin to magic, I want to say, especially in the way it looks because it's green orientated and you see the little side by side of that. Thor throws Mjolnir to, but she easily catches it with one hand and shatters it. Oh, what a moment! Yeah, mm. Hella, I remember watching uh, that in the cinema as well because like, this hammer has been well established. Mm. And here comes Hella motherfucking Hella and just crushes it. Awesome. Yeah. What a way to announce yourself. No, they, they got it. This was in the uh, trailers as well. And I kind of wish they hadn't put it in the trailers because it was such a big moment. Mm. I kind yeah. of feel like they shouldn't have thrown that away on the trailer. Loki panics and calls for the Bifrost, however, during their transport and forces Loki and Thor out of the beam. Volstag and Fandral, awaiting inside the Bitfrost Dome, are killed immediately as Hela arrives. So Volstag and Fandral are obviously part of Thor's little crew, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, there is mate. Yeah. The Warriors Three. Uh, it, it's because obviously they've Once been impregnable the as well. Like they were obviously like in the first one, they were quite big players. Yeah. The second one, kind of a bit more reserved, but still in there, still very much a. Yeah, they were still established course. enough for me yeah. to. Be Shit, she just crushed a hammer and, and killed the Thor's only one friend. who got any slight of justification was the uh, I can't remember his name, 
but who lasted a bit longer. He was the only one who got a good ride. The other ones were just, oh, there you go. You're dead. You're dead. Bye. And that's it. Is yeah. that them done? Yeah, that's them done. Scourge, present only because he has been given janitorial duty, is recruited <laughs> to her side as Hellas. Meanwhile, we find Thor deposited on an alien planet covered in junk. Sakaar. There are portals and wormholes of different shapes and sizes all across the sky from which junk and debris form other worlds fall through the surface. Let's go back a little bit. So Hela arrives on Asgard and basically just takes control straight away, doesn't she? Well, yeah. Her powers yeah. are Sk next level. She's unmatched and unrivaled. So she just walks straight over it. And do you know what? A little mention about Scourge, right? I know we'll get more later, I'm sure. Luke Gallon. But, but, you know, like, because obviously she comes through, she kills those two dudes. So he's obviously shitting his He was expecting four and no yep. outcomes her. So, in a way, I kind of, like, what he does is wrong, like, where he's like, oh, I'm a janitor. And she's like, you look like a smart kid. Like, how would you like a job? So, like, come work. So, but, I mean, if you was in that position, would you? Like, think about it. Like, she's a scary motherfucker and like fight or flight would begin because like, all he knows for being it dead yeah um so yeah would you i just thought that while i was watching it i was like they've already sort of established like, him as a bit of a douche because he's not yeah, standing he's a bit guard of a when thor needs to come home so yeah but, and he's a bit of a coward yeah. but yeah. So I just, it made sense uh, for him. I don't know. But if it was me, I think I'd just like shit myself on the spot and cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hella. Wipe my bum. <laughs> <laughs> Thor is approached by hostile scavengers who he manages to fight off without Mjolnir until one of the scavengers uses an electrified net to capture him. The scavengers proceed to beat Thor until the spaceship lands need him near him. From within, a woman appears claiming Thor to be hers. So I just skipped past what that said just because it don't do justice to what's the character called? Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Valkyrie's arrival. So you get another badass woman in the MCU and she's absolutely off her camp. <laughs> drunk as a skunk. <laughs> she's always drunk, isn't she? She's fantastic. Yeah. Movie. yeah, she is. a pissing. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is essentially like a dump planet, right? Yeah, it's basically like the arsehole it's of the universe. the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah Devil's yeah. Anus. Devil's Anus, yeah. Devil's <laughs> Anus, yes. <laughs> the woman kills the scavengers with her ship's gun, seemingly rescuing Thor. Unfortunately, she ends up throwing a small disc at his neck, allowing her to electrocute and render him unconscious at the push of a button. What is it with discs on necks? Like, why do they incapacitate everybody? Well, at least this disc on the neck, Thor tries to get it off. And he can't, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. In Captain Marvel, she, it, isn't it just left on her and she never tries to take it? Yeah. Yeah. True. With the disconnect to his neck, printing from escaping, the Valkyrie never calls Thor by his real name. She always calls him Your Majesty. Oh. Interesting. Oh, I didn't. Well, she's still um, as guardian, isn't she? So she's still up in a, yeah. in a jokey, piss-takey way, still recognising his title. Yeah. yeah, true. But putting it back in his place at the same time. Tiff, are you close to your mic? Sorry. <laughs> That's yeah. fine, yeah. Just every now and then you cut out a tiny bit. Right. Back on Asgard, the Asgardian army led by Hogan 
has assembled to stop Hela from entering the kingdom. Unperturbed, yeah, I got that one right. <laughs> hundreds of soldiers and several gunships facing her, she announces Odin's death, and she has also disposed of Thor and Loki, demanding they recognize her as their new queen. So, yeah, she's just a bad bitch. Yeah. Naturally, Hogan and the soldiers refuse to do so, leading Hela to instead fight army. Oh, <laughs> missed a word there. Okay. Yeah, leading Hela to instead fight the army. Yeah. Despite the sheer numbers against her, Hela makes quick work of the entire fleet as she is quick, invincible, and able to summon an endless arsenal of swords, swords, and spears, which she uses to empower the majority of the soldiers. Hela finishes off Hogan to find to the last, who gets a large spear sent through his chest. She just takes absolutely no shit. Yeah. I was just, I remember immediately, so as soon as she smashed the hammer, I was like, she's incredible already. What a great bad guy. Yeah. She takes the throne and destroys the royal mural above. Ah, this was cool. I like stuff like this. Revealing. Yeah, this was sick. The hidden behind, the hidden, original hidden behind. It's revealed that she had always been holding powerful weapon in his efforts to create the mighty Asgardian empire and that only when her ambition outgrew his he imprisoned her now this has made me think of the rules of a trilogy from scream so yes. the third film forget what you know yeah so we've heard in thor and thor the dark world about odin's bringing the nine realms together but it's never really explained how he did it yeah and this gives a good explanation. It's her and a big motherfucking wolf by her side. <laughs> so, yeah, I just love little stuff like this. Yeah. Big, I do. And it kind of reminds me of, like, uh, well, it reminded me of a little bit of, like, the Roman Empire type thing. Like, the like yeah, he's, he's accumulated these seven realms and he's in control of them. What did he do? Like, you never, like you say, think, how did he do that? How did he accomplish that? And actually, he's probably a bit of an arsehole. He had Hela and he like took it all by force. Do you see what I mean? Like, actually, it makes you think Odin wasn't such a good guy. No, he wasn't. I mean, he was at the end, but he wasn't such a good guy. He took it by force and then decided to bring peace to it after it been an a hole. <laughs> exactly. But at least Hella was true to herself. You know, she. Yeah. Hella breaks into Odin's vault, declaring the Infinity Gauntlet as fake. I love that bit. That was so funny. She pushes it off the post. Was there a fake? fake? Was there a fake gauntlet in there? I missed well, yeah. that. Yeah, I miss that bit? Fake, well, it was in um, Thor, the original Thor, because when they're moving the uh, the casket uh, yeah. to uh, put it back in its place, they glance past it, and you only see it if you pause it. Yeah, so I can un uh, understand you missing it, but obviously that was the biggest th thing going into this was obviously that they've got an infinity gauntlet. So how is it going to? tie in how okay so that's basically how they got rid of it yeah it's a way to they put it in there because they thought it would be cool when they were making the first four didn't realize obviously the end game so much at that point early on and then obviously once they reached a certain point they got like this is what we're gonna do they had to get rid of it and they had to backtrack okay that's awesome can't believe I do you think odin knew it was fake yeah i don't know i know it doesn't matter he knows everything yeah. he's always by the sounds yeah. of it he's just lying his ass by the sounds of it, anyway. yeah by the sounds of it he's just a shit who <laughs> yeah. lied to everybody about everything yeah he hates it. Yeah. he hates his daughter and big dogs <laughs> or wolves sorry it's not a dog is it no. 
Yes, the casket of ancient winters as weak and Serta's crown as smaller than shit. She becomes briefly interested in the Tesseract. So, but she declares right. the eternal flame the greatest of all. Wow, she doesn't know about Tesseract. She's been no, she... in prison for ages. But they were around since the beginning of reality, think... so she does. I reckon she knows. I reckon she just doesn't have a use for it. Mm. Like, why would she? Why she doesn't need but it? Just... Though it's interesting. But is it not common but... knowledge that the Tesseract has an infinity state? It's not common knowledge that they're inside. No, because obviously we had the same thing with the scepter that it was held housed within that as, as sort of a way to cloak it. But I think she knows what it is. Because uh, obviously it was the jewel in owner's treasure room. It's been that around since the uh, with the first Captain America. Close your eyes, give me your hand, darling. Darling, do you feel my heart beating? So she declares <laughs> the eternal. Is that eternal flame? That song? Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> the atomic kitten version, obviously. Obviously, obviously. She smashes through the. <laughs> Giving me naughties. Um, anyway, she smashes through the floor, <laughs> revealing the mausoleum beneath. Mausoleum. Mausoleum. That's what I said. <laughs> revealing the mausoleum beneath. <laughs> With the power of the eternal flame, Hela revives the fallen Asgardian soldiers from time along with her massive pet <laughs> i love that fall as well i love the way she like fall in like she fell into the hole and like the superhero landing love yeah. that fall in the fenris wolf i love how this says, <laughs> along with pets <laughs> let's go down there. yeah just a massive russian hamster down there <laughs> just a gerbil just running around <laughs> oh god oh massive pet while sitting in her massive pet throne, Helen notes that when Odin was king, she was his executioner, and that now she is queen, scourges her executioner. So Luke Gallows has gone from Heimdall to Janitor. Now he's an executioner. Yeah. Heimdall sneaks into the Bifrost Dome and steals the sword, rendering the Bifrost useless. It's revealed that Heimdall has been slowly organizing a resistance against Hela. Without the sword, Hela cannot compete, uh, complete her conquest of all the realms. And she sends her soldiers to hunt down the resistance. So her soldiers are all like big BMF ske Undead. skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. of thought we'd walked into the Walking Dead for a second. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. Back on Sakaar, Thor awakens to a holographic presentation about Sakaar and the Grand Master, the ruler of the planet and host of the gladiatorial <laughs> contest of champions. And Tiff, who is the Grand Master? Um, what's his face? <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I don't. How can you I was trying to think Jeff of his... Goldblum. No, I know Jeff Goldblum. I was trying to think of his name in Jurassic Park. Okay. that's oh, where like okay. I fell in love with him. What's his name in Jurassic Park? It's just awesome. Oh, your favorite film, Michael. You should remember. know that. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. I do know. I'll check. <laughs> Doctor. Oh, there you go. Ian Malcolm. Come yeah, on. Ian Malcolm. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Sexy Ian Malcolm, the Grandmaster. Fucking Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is just amazing. Ian Malcolm. I'm going to call the Grandmaster Ian Malcolm. That's it because yeah, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is just the same in every film with his hand gestures and stuff. He's so. He's just a bad though. He's he? so good. He's so yeah. good. He is so good. <laughs> Ian Malcolm pays the drunk woman from earlier that tames thought. 
whom he decides to pit against his champion during a match. He states that Thor will earn his freedom should he be the victor. Still restrained, Thor discovers Loki, who is mingling and getting on with Jeff Goldblum, Grandmaster Ian Malcolm, and his company quite well due to the unusual realist, relativistic relativistic effects of how they both arrived and the planet in general. Loki has been there for weeks, earning Ian Malcolm's favour. So, obviously, because the devil's butthole and stuff, time obviously works differently. So, even though they left at the same time, Thor got Loki got there a bit before. Yeah. So, and he's managed to sort of blag his way. Yeah, get in with him. Yeah, he's obviously a yeah. trickster and stuff. Ah, here yeah. we go. This is what I was going to say. The Grandmaster's Tower features statues of champions, notable figures from Marvel Comics. Okay. The Greek god Ares, the alien being Beta Ray Bill. And the supernatural entity Man Thing and the android monster the Bio Beast. Okay, do we know anything about those people? Uh, Beta Ray Bill is hugely popular. He's kind of he, he became Thor for a good while. Did and, he? Yeah, he took the powers of Thor, and uh, yeah, he, he's funny. He's a good little character. So this planet Sakaar and the contest of champions mm-hmm. is that a thing in the comics, or is that a nod yeah. to the mobile game? No, it's a ripped off of uh, the uh, Planet Hulk storyline that was for Hulk. Uh, Planet Hulk, yes. So uh, event- essentially what happened in the comics was that uh, he was a liability and he was destroying the planet and stuff and they couldn't have him. So the Avengers exiled him and they exiled him to uh, off into space and he landed on Sakaar. And that's where he became the champion and he became loved and that started that whole old story, which which is brilliant as well. If you've got the time and want to read a, a hulk comic book read the planet hulk sort of like yeah i need to read that and uh also contest of champions available on android <laughs> if if you want to sponsor the podcast yeah we'll take it we're here for you yeah, i've played that game my spider-man is leveled up anyway and in this moment as well thor notices loki Loki gets a bit of revenge uh, and says he's my adopted brother because obviously Thor called him adopted in Avengers Assemble. Yeah, which was funny. Okay, Thor is thrown into the gladiators. Korg, who did our intro of the podcast, an exiled (coughs) Cronin resistance fighter and his friend Meek, who's like a insect. Insect with swords and hands. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> nice for hands, sorry. <laughs> nice for hands. Cool. This is Meek. This is Meek. Yeah, sort of hands. This is Meek. Hey, Meek. We <laughs> <laughs> haven't been practicing oh, this Korg. all week or anything. Korg states that no one has ever escaped or beaten this champion. Thor is prepared to fight this man. Okay, right. Well, I won't get to that bit just yet. Because when we first meet Korg, it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it's so he fun. so good. And who, it's Tiger White Easy. Yeah, who, who he's the director, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, he's that's the the director. as well. Is it a Kiwi accent? Yeah. Yes, New Zealand accent. Yeah, because like he's it. from New Zealand. But um, He is from New Zealand, yeah. but that's not his accent. He puts it on a yeah. bit. He makes it's it really higher good. than he actually Incidentally, yeah. The, yeah. if you need, if you want to look up the is he done it on the last leg uh, and explained where that accent came from. It's really funny. He, he kind of yeah. took it off of uh, bouncers in, in clubs in New Zealand because apparently they're the, these big hulking 
men and obviously you'd expect it to be massive anyway being from New Zealand but apparently they speak like that <laughs> yeah like you don't expect it like oh sorry mate you can't come in tonight the capacity's full but they're Maybe built like, in, big, like brick shit yeah. houses yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that is worth a yeah. watch it's funny then Thor goes and gets his hair cut awesome it. it makes him seem makes me take him more seriously because I know he's flowing locks but it wasn't until he had his hair cut that he realised that looked a bit cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, actually. I still like the long hair. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, we've done away with the blonde eyebrows from the first four. Thank God. So I got my TH and F the wrong way around there. First th- thirst four. <laughs> <laughs> Thor goes out into the arena. Looks awesome. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the champion is revealed to be... Da, 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 da. Hulk. How did we feel about seeing Hulk? When's the last time we saw him? Uh, saw him in oh. uh, Age of Ultron, flying off on a. Uh, oh, what's the Harrier jet called? I can't remember what it's called now. The Wing Jet. Yeah, Queen Jet. Queen Jet. Queen. Queen Jet. Yeah. I said Wing. <laughs> I remember. The... <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I saw this though, and I was like, I know they explain it later a bit, but I was like, how the fuck did Hulk get here? What? Oh, yeah, they do explain yeah. it. No, then, I know they explain it, but like, when he first comes out, you're like, huh? But yeah. So, yeah, last time we saw Hulk, he was pussying out of being with Romanov. And yeah, Thor overjoyed at seeing his former teammate says, I know him. He's a friend from work. (laughs) 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 And he attempts to talk as well as negotiate with him, but makes a mistake by calling him Banner. He even tries Black Widow's calming technique. Oh, that's so funny. The sun's about to go down, big guy. He's <laughs> just saying the same thing over and over. It's so annoying. Oh, it's so funny. It like, is. What is and what does it even mean? I don't get it. Like, why? Does Hulk love a sunset? Like, uh, banner love a sunset? No banner. Hulk overpowers him during the battle and is close to killing him. Ah, this is awesome. Thor sees a vision of his father causing his powers to surge, and he gets all like lightning eyes and that. It's just awesome. Oh, it's sick. First time he juices up. Yeah, so good. And he's obviously, without Mjolnir, he's just, yeah, getting his genuine thunder powers. Gets his thunder pants on. As the fight continues, (laughs) the tables have turned and winning, but Ian Malcolm, the Grandmaster, unwilling to see Hulk lose since he is a fan favourite, cheats and fixes the fight by activating the disc on Thor's neck. And the friend from Workline about the Incredible Hulk was suggested by suggested to Chris Hensworth, Chris Hensworth by a Make-A-Wish child. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I hope well, that Make-A-Wish child got some, like, loyalties. Kind of royalties. Because that's yeah. one of, like, the loyalties. Royalties. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, the most famous line of the film. Quite yeah. Easily. Yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, so it's the first time that Hulk was not voiced by Lou Fully, but Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, in the, all the other, isn't the incredible with Ed Norton, Avengers, and Age of Ultron, Lou Ferrigno did the voices of the Hulk. Orig- original Hulk? Did yeah, ori- well, uh, yeah, the original TV Hulk, yeah. Oh my goodness, I had no idea. 
Yeah, no, neither did I. Yeah, which is why I had to put that in there because I was like, that is so cool. It is, but Avengers Assemble and Ultron should have been uh, Mark Ruffalo, surely. Oh, well. Hey, they they make up as they go along with Hulk. I think we've all established this now. He's just a background character and they just plod along. Well, now he's. He's not a background character in this film. No. He turns up late-ish, but he's not a background character. And yes, it Thor grabs Hulk grabs Thor and flattens him with a smash to the floor. So Loki's like, "Yes, that's <laughs> what it feels like." Yeah. It's like <laughs> I just love the unbridled joy at that. Yeah, Great callback. That was so funny. Right, so Hulk wins, but you don't actually see it. He jumps up really high to come down and smash him, but you don't actually see if he does or not. Thor awakened in a luxurious quarters with Hulk. Uh, Hulk refuses to return to Earth because he is hated there and therefore shown to be sparring partners with Valkyrie and agrees to trick her into coming to his quarters so Thor can steal her control device and remove this from his neck. That brushed over a whole lot of the Hulk yeah. and Thor in that room. A lot of Hulk development was... Oh, that. Yeah. that was so funny. My like favourite moment in the film, I think. Yeah? Yeah. It was so good. One, I'm one the strongest anyway. Avenger. No, you tiny Avenger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Hulk is Hulk all the time. It's, just, it's brilliant. It's yeah. so funny. He's so funny. Yeah, he is. No he banner. Is. Puny banner. Like, <laughs> banner who's like him. <laughs> and he's oh, sitting there and he's, he's just walking around naked. Hour, but... Oh, yeah, that was so Hulk's funny. Like, yeah. Hulk's <laughs> like, oh, wow. And then Hulk's like, I can't unsee that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like burned on my brain. Yeah, Hulk. that image is now in my head forever. <laughs> Hulk's always, always angry. And then Thor's like, "Yeah, we're the same." You, just a couple of hot-headed fools. Like, yeah, same. Hulk like fire. Thor like water. <laughs> well, we're kind of both like fire. No, Hulk like real fire, like raging fire. Thor like smoldering fire. <laughs> I just love how like the one-upmanship. It's so fucking funny, like childlike, but it's brilliant because. Hulk is. is so like petulant. It's hilarious. Thor tries to get the Quinjet that brought Hulk to Sakaar, but Hulk damages it, not wanting to leave. It is only when Thor accidentally activates a recording of Natasha's attempt to get Hulk to turn the Quinjet around that Hulk is pacified and transforms back to Banner himself. Banner has been in Hulk form since Sokovia, which is two years in the story. Mm-hmm. As a result, the Hulk had completely taken over. Because of this, Banner was powerless and does not remember anything that has happened for the past two years. He fears that if he becomes Hulk again, Banner will be gone forever. Imagine that. Just like two, two years, years, no memory, and Hulk's in control. I quite like that, though, that Hulk is his own character. Yeah. And he's just this pet, yeah. petulant fucking beast. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, uh, Mark Ruffalo does that really well, though, yeah, as yeah. well. That, like, that part, like when he when he realises and he's like, oh, Sokovia, okay. And it's like, he just, yeah, he really is convincing. Well, that was really good. Oh, and when Thor's trying to activate the plane, this really makes mm-hmm. that it's point break. And again, it's our only Tony reference, but we've got another <laughs> yeah. Tony reference. Yeah. I know he wears every Tony's film, clothes as well, doesn't he? But it's a good one. Oh, yeah, he, yeah Banner like, wears Tony's clothes. It's like he wears his pants so tight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, Welcome. Voice activation required. Thor. Access denied. Thor, God of Thunder. And then he's like, son of Odin. 
strongest, strongest Avenger. And then he says, point break. He's like, damn you, Stark. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the bit where the computer's just like, welcome, point break. That is so yeah. funny. And then Banner says it, and he's welcome, strongest Avenger. <laughs> it's so funny there's so many funny moments in the film with the Hulk and Thor dynamic the whole buddy movie elements of it so funny Hulk's brilliant Uh, Ian Malcolm the Grandmaster orders Valkyrie and Banner down Valkyrie finds them but agrees to help having knocked out Loki after he made her see a vision of herself and her sisters falling at Hela's hand millennia ago and she was the only survivor and caused her to turn to drink in misery on Sakaar. Loki, not wanting to be stuck on Sakaar, tells Thor that he has Grandmaster security codes and gives him control over the systems. Heimdall has told Thor that they need to go through the largest portal in the sky, which has the unfortunate nickname the Devil's Anus, <laughs> to escape, but Valkyrie's ship is not up to the job. They break Corgan meek out so they can begin a slave revolt as a distraction so they can steal the Grandmaster's personal ship. But we got the whole thing with Loki now entered the room to join the banter and this is the ad-libbed bit with Chris Hemsworth, isn't it, when he says about the snake. Oh, that's so funny. And then he stabbed me and then obviously the Loki laugh is definitely a real laugh. I just have the bit where he's like, oh, and he turned into a snake and he knows how much I like snakes. And then he turned back into himself and was like, blah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> he stabbed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I wanted to pick up the that's snake great. to admire it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, we've got ourselves a little team assembled with Loki, Hulk, Valkyrie, and Thor. That's a pretty badass team, to be fair. The Revengers. Well, actually, it's Banner now, but she doesn't know Banner. Back on Asgard, Scourge has civilians rounded up to demand the location of the sword. When nobody would speak, Hela tells him to execute a randomly chosen one. Though Scourge seems to be uncomfortable with this, just before he can do so, a civilian agrees to tell Hela what she wants to know, rather than see an innocent put to death. And at this point of the film, we'd been away for a while because a lot of it was Thor Sakaar. And now we're back with Hella. I started to feel like Hella wasn't getting enough time. But yeah. I wouldn't take away what happened on Sakaar because we needed that. But I felt like it pushed Hella out a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Loki inevitably betrays them as they're escaping, but Thor quietly paced one of the discs on his back. Okay, yeah, as they're about to get to Ian Malcolm's ship, Loki tries to stitch up Thor. But it's actually become a joke now with Loki turning on him. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Loki inevitably betrays him as they're escaping, does him with a disc, leaving him shocked on the Thor floor. Thor tells his brother that he knows Loki will always be the god of mischief, but he had hoped that he would have shown some capacity for growth before leaving. I love that bit. Even that bit's funny when he was like, oh, brother. He's like, life's about change and growth, and you just stay the same. It's just so funny. <laughs> Because he just gets back at him. He's like, yeah, have some of that, Loki. He's finally like, wising up as well, about, good. Yeah, I've wised Loki's still shocked and remote intensely left out of reach. Oh, yeah, he throws it, doesn't he? Yeah. However, Korg arrives with a group of slaves and turns off the device later. Loki takes leadership of that group and steals the large ship with them. Uh, d- and he's like, hey, man, we're about to jump on this ginormous spaceship. Want to come? <laughs> <laughs> 
a bit further back. I know we probably do this every episode, but Thor's talking to Loki, and Loki's obviously a hologram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Loki comes to see him when he's in the circle. Korg comes in and does a big boot. He's like, go away, ghost, or whatever he's Piss off, ghost. That made me laugh so much. <laughs> it's such a like lame casual kick from out of nowhere. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Is it Korg? Have I said that wrong? Korg. Korg, yeah. He's great. Oh, so funny. <laughs> right. Thor, Valkyrie, and Banner arrive on Asgard. Also, so they escape in Ian ship that doesn't have any guns, basically. That's his these. um it's section, yeah. Yeah, like, don't touch anything. <laughs> 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 Ian Malcolm's fucking orgy ship. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thor, Valkyrie, and Banner arrives in Asgard. Hela begins an assault on the fortress where Heimdall is hiding with the Asgardians. But Thor calls her back on the throne to fight. Banner and Valkyrie fight to help the civilians escape via the Bitfrost where they cut from behind the undead army and in front of enormous Fenris. Despite and this is hilarious, despite knowing he may never turn back, Banner jumps off the ship and is sprayed <laughs> on the Bifrost in front of Fenris, who is the way oh, he is disgusting. It just it's so good. It and I thought he was dead. Hilarious. I was like, oh well, shit. How did that not kill Banner? <laughs> exactly. Like must have broken every like shattered every bone in his body. But yeah, this is so funny, just doof. <laughs> <laughs> There's another callback as well because he does that from the helicopter in the Incredible Hulk, Ed Norton's version, anyway. Oh, and yeah. he just lands in the ground and comes back. So that was funny as well, just a mirror there. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the wolf Fenris lunges towards the banner, transforms into Hulk seconds later to fight Fenris, and Loki arrives with Korg. So, my pro wrestling reference when this fight is going on between Hulk and the big bad wolf, quite literally. Oh, yeah. Same he fucking suplexes him in yeah. the scene. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like at one point he looks like he DDTs him as well. Which it's absolutely it. incredible. <laughs> Hulk suplexes a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, King. Oh, so funny. <laughs> Thor is overpowered by Hela, who strikes him across the face, cutting out his right eye. Boom. Oh. So he's had his hair cut and his eye cut. Big change for Thor. But it, he rocks that no eye really well. Yeah, it does. I love that line as well because um, when they're like before they start fighting, they're having a chat, or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, you sound like." When she cuts his eye, like talking about Odin. And then when she cuts his eye out, she's like, "Now you look like him too." I just love yeah, that line. It's clearly it's really cool. Odin's dead. Now his son's got one eye. Yeah. Like, she is about to finish him off when once again he has a vision of his father. Odin tells his son that Asgard is not a place. It is their people and anywhere could be Asgard. Thor states he can defeat Hallow without Mjolnir, but Odin reminds Thor that he is not the god of hammers. Mjolnir was never the source of Thor's power, but was simply a focus for them. Odin assures that Thor's powers are greater than he's ever were. Hela tries to stop the ship carrying the Asgardian refugees and Sakaran slaves from leaving, but Scourge, who has sneaked aboard in disguise, in deep regret over how he portrayed Asgard, turns on Hela, kills the rest of her soldiers before she kills him. So your boy Scourge Tiff gets a bit of redemption. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's yeah. He does redeem himself. How does she kill him? 
her. Didn't she throw like a yeah? She throws a sword through him, did she? Like a sword through his chest or something. Mm. Yeah, but basically, he he jumps off the ship, doesn't he, to allow them to get. Away. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. party plays. Uh, brings out um what Des and Troy, the machine guns. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh right. I was like, what? Who? No, Des and Troy, because together they destroy. Oh yeah, Des and Troy. That's not really niche, is it? Anyway, with his powers in force, this was up until oh, now big. the coolest, nerdiest, geekiest, most awesome moment of this rewatch. Thor getting all electrical with his blue eyes and it going, and the music. Thor manages to resist Hela and calls through her arm, realizes she is still too much for him. She is pretty fucking badass, this Hela. She don't give a fuck. No. no. He and Loki agree that as long as Asgard is, she will grow more powerful. The prophecy says that in order for Ragnarok, which means the end of the world, is that right? Uh, the end of Asgard. The end of Asgard, yeah. so it's prophesied end of Asgard. To happen, Asgard must fall and in their place to ensure it, not to stop it. It's their place to ensure it, not to stop it. Thor and Valkyrie hold her off. He goes to the trophy room to retrieve Salter's crown, noticing the Tesseract unguarded. That little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Loki places the crown in the eternal flame of Asgard, allowing Satur to be reborn. So he's the guy from the beginning of the film that Thor yeah. dealt with. He wasn't this his... is when he becomes Fire Lord Surtur. Yeah, so he wasn't in his true form. Mm. bashed him. During the final battle, after Thor's right eye is damaged and missing, he lands on the bridge in full ground, okay, known as Odin Force or Thor Force, with only his left one glowing. This was changed in the trailer, presumably not to spoil it. So in the trailer, he had two eyes. Yeah, like that, if they can do that, you can take Mjolnir out as well. But yeah, I thought it was good. Let, it was no, good. fair point. Yeah, you're right. Trailers do fuck up films. Well, yeah, and they, they obviously the whole thing with Marvel is as well is that they cut their uh, trailers to be specific to try and not give so much away. And a, a lot of the times, anyway, they do it with most films. But then this kind of gave away some moments. But then to pull back on others, it just kind of seemed a bit backwards. Yeah. As Hella approaches. A weakened Valkyrie, Thor tells his sister that their fight is over and she can have Seconds before the resurrected Satur emerges and destroys the palace. Now more powerful Satur begins laying waste to Asgard. That looks so cool, this big like demon geezer sticking yeah. some of the ring. Yeah. I wish I would. It made it actually made Hela look like like And Thor takes advantage of the distraction and knocks Hela off the bridge. Thor and Valkyrie discuss the fact that Satur must be allowed to destroy Asgard as the prophecy foretold. Just as Hulk, ah, oh, Hulk nearly fucks it all up, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> Big monster! <laughs> Hulk attacks the tour. Thor manages to off, and Hulk gradually gives up on the fight and carries Thor and Valkyrie aboard the ship, which escapes. Hela suddenly emerges from the wilderness to empower Satur, who kills her once and for all, but it takes. A big, massive, fiery sword. The whole of Asgard explodes in. Yeah. To kill Hela. Yeah. yeah. Is she dead? Who knows? We don't see her body, so I, th I like to think they, yeah, could, well, they yeah. could bring her back. Like we said before, anything is possible. <laughs> She'll turn up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. along with <laughs> uh, Ulysses and... Oh, God. Why can't I remember his name? The agent. Tell me the agent. Coulson. 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 Oh. 
miss you, Carlson. Right. Even though you're that dead. Everyone watches from the ship as Asgard is utterly annihilated, killing Satur and leaving only asteroids behind. That's it. Fucking Asgard is done. Yeah. Yep. Thor understands that now the destruction of his home was inevitable and Asgard still exists. But the people in this ship are refugees. It's not a place. It's a people. Thor <laughs> begins oh, wearing dude. an eye patch similar to the one his father thanks Loki for returning for him, for him. And the two brothers finally reconcile. Thor then goes to the bridge and with the surviving Asgardians watching on, takes the throne. Really, the captain's chair, and assumes his birthright as king of Asgard. With Loki, Hulk, Heimdall, and Valkyrie caught meet by his side, the new king decides to set course for Earth. But Korg's oh. like holding Meek in his arm. He's like, oh, Meek's dead. I accidentally yeah, stepped on him. <laughs> I felt so guilty. I felt so guilty. I've been carrying him around all day. And then, he fucking, and then he wakes up and he's like, oh no, he's alive, guys. <laughs> Oh, when he's talking about their foundations as well, he was like, oh, it doesn't look too much. just cosmetic damage. Oh, yeah. When Asgard's burning and he's like, nah, as long as the foundations are good, we can rebuild this place. And then it fucking just just blows up and he's like, no, those foundations are gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, dear. It's so funny. So, yeah, he sets courts for <laughs> Earth. I didn't know. Obviously, I know they don't make it, but he sets a course for well, Earth. So obviously, where well, else? Well, well, well. In a post-credit scene, Loki asks Thor whether he will be welcome on Earth after the Battle of New York, and Thor assures that he will be. Thor is sure that everything will be fine until a much, much larger ship appears behind them. <clears throat> dun dun dun! A big <clears throat> motherfucking ship. That just, yep. Yeah, and when like, I forgot about that ended as well. That just hit, and I was like, "Oh, it's here! Here we With go!" A yeah. Big oh. motherfucking Thanos on it. Yeah. Oh my god. Because that's like we're, that's the we're thing. Here. We're here. Yeah. yeah we're, we're here. The culmination. Here. I felt that with when that ship came down, I felt like I was standing next to four. This rewatch, like, am I ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> It's come around. I know, right? It's come around so quick. <laughs> yeah. So, but just to finish on Thor Ragnarok, we get in MVPs and stuff. Thor, it's just a great last line. Obviously, Loki's asking. He's like, "I wouldn't worry, brother. I feel like everything's going to work out fine." Thanos, <laughs> shit, famous <laughs> last words. Yeah. Exactly. You just fucking. Yourself. And now, you jinxed it. This is false. Force fault. If you hadn't said it, Thanos would never recover. <laughs> Okay, now, oh, I think he would. It's now time for MVPs and popcorn. <laughs> so, as we discussed before we started recording this now, I've decided on my MVP, but I couldn't figure out my rating. So, therefore, I'm not going first because I've changed my MVP. <laughs> and I still can't okay. figure out my So, James, okay. you're going first. I'm going first. Yes, you are. Okay. So, MVP... I st- yeah, you know, I, I had a feeling who I was going to go with. I want to go with Korg, just because he is so funny during this entire... And he's such a breath of fresh air to this entire trilogy. And this whole film is a drastic change. And you 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 get Korg straight away, and you understand. Uh, but it's Thor. I think it's brilliant. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. It shows off Chris Hemsworth's comedic chops, his dramatic and his emotions and 
and he plays that role and this new version of Thor fantastically. And yeah, I can't give it to anybody else but him. I loved so many moments of him on the screen, probably more than the Korg moments because I love the bit. What is it when he's after he's come out of the hot tub and he's in the Hulk penis and he throws that <laughs> thing at the window and it just splats him in the fucking face. That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, and then when he does, when he turns on Loki as well, yeah, Chris Hemsworth Thor is my MVP for this one. Honorable mention to call, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of a popcorn rating, I enjoyed this film so much. As I say, me and Tiff have been perfecting our impressions. Her a lot more than me, but she has a knack for accents. We're shit at them. So. <laughs> I enjoyed it as much as Black Panther, so I'm going to have to give it a nine ratings because it's a fantastic film, and I really, really enjoyed watching it again. It's it's a complete difference to the Shakespearean Thor that we had in the first Thor film and the second film. Not quite so much, but it's such a good yeah. change, and it's a breath of fresh air to the trilogy, and you want more of him and more of all of them. So, yeah, a fantastic film for them. Nine. Yeah, cool. Right, I'll go next to see if you can close us out. Sweet. So, my MVP, I think I might have changed again back to what I was going to do. I'm so torn between two characters. So, originally, I was going to pick Hulk because I just think he was brilliant. Hulk as just Hulk and hating Banner. It was so funny. But through <laughs> this review, we've just been quoting. Korg the whole time, and he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but I think Korg deserves a special mention, and this is the best you're going to get from Hulk from this saga. So I'm going to give him an MVP because this is the best we get from Hulk, and I wanted more of this yeah. Hulk. So Hulk's my MVP. I'm going to stick to that. My popcorn rating, the reason I'm mistake i made was after the back and what i've given other films and i enjoyed this and popped so much for all the comedic moments as much as i have in any of the films but i'm gonna go with a nine nine popcorn and that the reason why i was gonna go high but i didn't when i gave guardians a 10 it felt right i didn't have to question it because i have to question and I need to explain to myself and then point five is lost because Doctor Strange is in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? A no, whole no. point five just for no. him being in it. No, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> That's fine. I'd not pull five off I'm, of every film that Captain Marvel. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, um, I suppose the only, it's not even a criticism. The only reason it's not, it was so funny all the way through and it was brilliant. But sometimes I do want a bit of seriousness. So I suppose a bit with the demon at the start. He's meant to be this guy that's going to destroy Asgard. Sort of bantering with him. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Nine nine popcorns. Nine popcorns. Wait. And what I'll just say about the film, and I've done it in a bit of a different order. Like James said, it is completely different. This is the best version of Thor. With his hair short, being funny. It's not all like cheesy. And, and it was completely removed from Earth. It was on another planet. It was his own separate story. And it didn't kind of connect to the Infinity Saga until the end and at the beginning because he'd been looking for the stones. I liked how it was its own thing. And I did want to watch it again straight after. Definitely, definitely one of my favourites. So I'm going to do something unprecedented. I'm going to give it a 9.5, actually. Okay. 9.5 popcorns, just to clarify. Yeah, 9.5 popcorns. 
Oops. Go on in, Tiff, your turn. Sweet. Can you do it the entire okay. thing in your Korg accent, please? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Korg accent. No, yeah. don't worry. Hulk. Hulk. Hulk MVP. Um, right, so my MVP. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, this is so difficult. Hey, man. Uh, this is so difficult because, like, you could give it to anyone. They're all so good. Yeah. Um, it was going to be Korg, same as James. It's going to be Korg. But going through it, I'm actually going to change it. I think I'm going to go with Hella. Yeah. Because she was just motherfucking badass and she's so powerful and she just didn't give a fuck and I just I just thought she was awesome. Um I wish there was more of her like you said Mike like it seems uh, to be if there was more of her yeah. Like good bad guys don't get enough screen time. Yeah. Exactly. Um so that's a little bit of a shame but she is awesome and um but yeah, special mention to Corks and and to fucking Jeff Goldblum as well. Grandmaster. <laughs> he's he's amazing. Um so yeah. Um my popcorn rating. Ooh. I'm gonna go with nine point five as well. It's just so good. I could I, I could have I agree with everything you both said. I could have watched it again straight away. It's miles apart from first two Thor movies. And it's just awesome. I love the like, I love what the director did with this film. I love it's crazy and it's out there and it's colourful and it's funny and there's loads of action and the music was good and yeah, it's just awesome. I love it. It's definitely one of my favourites as well. So yeah, nine point five. So there we have it. Thor Ragnarok is a nine point five. I feel sorry for Korg. He was so close to a clean sweep. Yeah, I know. Film where he was going to get an MVP as well. He he can't get it in any other one. Same as Hulk. No. Ah. But then I think that's what I think. It's good why you picked Hulk because, like you said, he's not going to get it any other. And he's worthy of it. To be be fair, he I picked him because he was worthy. That Mm. he was, yeah. So so good in a way, worked off Banner, and you just saw how powerful he is, and he suplexed the fucking wolf. (laughs) (laughs) And as you say, Tiff, like (laughs) anyone. Well, not quite anyone. Yeah. Not 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 Carl Urban. There's a lot of people who could. A lot no. of people could have got no. it. Yeah. I think yeah. Korg would be okay. He's a cool guy. He's like that's fine. You can give it to Hulk. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. So no trouble here, man. Pop, Nine point five popcorns for Thor Ragnarok. Um, I'm. Anyway, I'll discuss that on another episode. Let me go back and do a long-term review. Anyway. <clears throat> For now, Thor Ragnarok's on a 9.5. So, listener, and James, myself, and Tiff, our homework, we must prepare for war. Infinity War. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. They waited 20 movies to give the bad guy the attention he needed, and I think we're about to get that with Thanos. Yeah. Definitely. Now I've watched this film. I think I saw. I've seen it three times. Me and James actually did a review of this before. Different podcast, and I made a joke about a cricket's vagina. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait to watch this. I feel as excited as I did the first time. Probably more. Me too. Probably more actually. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, more because excited. you were. Because I'm fully, mm. I'm invested in this saga. I've 
But you've seen all of them now as well. Like you hadn't seen Doctor Strange and stuff. And yeah, I wish it was a complete that way, end of to be Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it could have done without seeing that, really, but yeah. I did it for the saga. Mm. <laughs> Committed for the pod. Anyway, guys, i got a feeling it's going to be okay. Hashtag Thanos ship appears. Anyway, it's a good buy oh, from me. It's a buy from me, guys. Piss off, guys. A good buy from me. Yeah. No banner, puny banner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no sorry we forgot one more quote one more thing oh my god the hammer pulled you off <laughs> <laughs>